Hey guys, and welcome back to the Living Healthy Podcast presented by LA Fitness. I'm Andrew Gabell. And I'm Brittany Welch. And today we are doing part one of a two-part podcast. The first one is on bulking up. The second one's going to be on trimming or cutting. And, uh, you know, this one's about bulking. And I have a friend that just started working out uh, regularly and eating better about a year ago. So he's really made a lot of progress. But before that, he would always say that he was in a perpetual bulking stage. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I don't know if he was doing it right. We're going to find out. But uh, I always thought that was kind of funny. Do you, Brittany, have you had any experience with bulking? Or do you know people that have done this? Unfortunately, I'm not. I don't know that much about bulking, per se. But I would like to be in a perpetual bulking stage yes, as is your sounds, friend i feel like that's a very good. pleasant place to be <laughs> yeah you just got to be able to come out of it at some point and he he finally did i so mean but good, do you but did he he has well yeah no he has about a year ago he started he got out of it so i'm proud well, of good him. for good, him good, yeah good for him how for long sure. will his trimming and cutting phase be like, well just i mean as i don't, long as I don't think he, well i think he's just like he's not like cutting like like um maybe for a show or something like that mm-hmm. but he's He's, he's actually healthy now. Yeah, well, that's it's more great. of a joke, the perpetual joking. Uh, bulking, but, um, <laughs> um, but anyway, so let's find out about what bulking really means um, by introducing our guest. Today's show, joining us on today's show is master trainer Jordan Jones. He works for us here at LA Fitness. So welcome to the show, Jordan. How are you doing? Thank you. Hi, Hi, Jordan. Thank you for having me. Yeah, it's good to have you. So um, let's get to know you a little bit. You're a master trainer for us, but what kind of got you into weightlifting or into the fitness world? What got you motivated to jump in there? <sighs> Funny story, dates kind of back to seventh grade, you know, took the bus and everything to school. I had this female friend, he used to wear these pants, kind of like skateboard pants, stretchy, a little tight. Mm. Guys probably shouldn't really wear that. And this one day on the way home, she said that, oh, I like those pants, they really suit your curves. <sighs> and you know, at a young age, you know, about right. 12 years old, right. little sensitive. automatically knew, yeah. guys aren't really supposed to have curves. Right, I don't right. think that's really a good thing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So honestly, ever since there, my 10-year reunion is coming soon, oh, this wow. year. So I'm like, okay, maybe she'll be there. there that's you go. exciting. So she kind of jump-started the motivation. And nice. then ever since then, kind of started dieting. Obviously, everyone fumbles at first for many, many years until right. you figure out your body and try a whole bunch of different things out. So I would say that really sparked it. Neighbor had a bench press, just kind of messed around his kids and then eventually wow. going to a first commercial gym when I was 12. Mm-hmm. Okay. So my parents were already gym members. They got, I don't remember the conversation. Either they wanted me to or I asked them, probably me. Mm-hmm. And ever since then, I, I used, went with them probably two or three times a week whenever they would casually go, like most people go yeah. a couple mm-hmm. times a week. And then ever since then, I would ride my bike if they didn't take me. Uh-huh. And then it's been consistent That's awesome. pretty much so getting ever that, since. Getting that early exposure to that world, I think, that probably makes a big difference. Just you know, just getting, uh, just going there, just being there, and then it kind of caught fire with you. Interesting, interesting. Now, before we get started too far, we just remind everyone to subscribe. If you aren't already a subscriber, subscribing is the best way to get new episodes delivered straight to your phone as soon as they come out which for new listeners is every other Monday. We're also going to be bringing on nutrition experts, fitness experts, and general health experts, including the director of the UCI Cancer Center to talk about screening and prevention in just a couple weeks. So look out for that one. It's going to be good. But overall, we try to bring you a variety of health topics throughout the year to keep you motivated and moving forward with your health. All right, let's get back to the show. So Jordan, how many meals, when you're trying to bulk, how many meals are you eating a day? Are you limited? Are you, is it unlimited? Yeah. What's the situation there? So whether I'm bulking or cutting, it's really going to be the same as far as spacing out my meals. Okay. It really doesn't matter. The only thing that's going to be different is really the macros. 
you know, which is going to be covered is protein, carbs, fats. So really with bulking, cutting, every two to three hours, I'm having something. Hmm. Obviously, you know, if you're a little bit on the smaller side, you know, 140, 150, 160 or whatever, you're not going to have to cram as much food in as someone like me that starts off around 240, 250. Right. So sometimes I'll have to do every two hours just to get in a little bit of extra calories. Mm -hmm. But mainly you just want to be in a, a surplus. Okay. okay. The reason why you're eating every few hours is to keep your metabolism constantly going. That way you can get as many meals in as possible throughout the day, but you're not going to convert a lot of it to fat. Hmm. Okay. Hmm. Cause your body, what'll happen is if you have way too many carbs, let's say, Oh, I'm only gonna eat two or three times a day. I'm just going to pile on two, 300 carbs every single meal. Your body is not going to be able to obviously metabolize all that. Right. Okay. So okay. the downfall with that is it's going to convert to fat since you're not going to use that uh, short term energy from the carbohydrates. So hmm. space it out is probably going to be your best bet bulking or cutting. Interesting. Okay. So, so it's not really about like just, so when you're bulking, you're not trying to gain fat. You're trying. So it's not really a free for all. Yeah, it's not a free for all. It's not just do whatever you a want. A lot of people, typically if there's any younger viewers, especially teenagers, oh, I'm going to have like burgers all the time and yeah. pizza and right. ice cream. All right. that matters is calories, right. calories, calories, calories. Obviously during a bulking phase, since you are going to be at a surplus, there is that ratio that you will gain fat but you can minimize how much fat you're actually going to gain mm. during that process. Right. And that probably helps when it turns to the cutting phase. Right. Absolutely. Okay. Right. So it's going to be overdo it and then have to, right. So quality over quantity. Right. You know, I don't care if I gain, Oh, let's say I gain 10 pounds instead of 30, but it's quality. Mm -hmm. It's going to make cutting a heck of a lot easier. Right. Right. And a less sacrificing <laughs> oh, I do an hour of stairs. I gotta, you know, eat a couple times a day. Like, right. It's much more maintainable. So what are you eating during those bulking meals? What would be your ideal ideal day full of meals? I'm a little bit more on the bland side. Okay. <laughs> bulking or cutting. Is that just for, because you like to keep it pretty even keel throughout the whole process? I'm just so used to it. Okay. After doing it for, you know, 16 years. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I just find these things that really settle with my body. So for me, I typically do, most of my meals will be some kind of lean meat, like 99% turkey or some kind of chicken breast. Mm-hmm. Grill it, boil it, bake it. Doesn't really matter. It's not going to change the chemical of the uh, meat too much. But that settles really well for me. I can digest that very fast. Okay. Okay. Same thing with rice. Hmm. Rice, oats, stuff like that. My body handles very well. It can metabolize it fast. So I try to make it so, okay, so this, my body is going to get really bloated. Mm -hmm. I'm going to miss my next meal. So why would I want to put that on every single meal if I'm going to be one or two behind. Right. right. Okay. So I've best thing is find the things that agree with your body. Okay. That way you can eat every two to three hours and it's not going to upset your stomach. Okay. Mm. Interesting. So do you usually take any supplements when you're trying to bulk? Cause you just finished the bulking phase, right? Yeah. And you are now onto the trimming cutting yes. portion. Yes. Okay. So we'll get into that later, but did, do you take any supplements while you're trying to bulk? Typically so like I, what kind? honestly, just bulking or cutting just overall wellness. Yeah. You know, so multivitamins, fish oils, usually the ones with omega-3s mostly. Um, you know, I have CLAs, which is just an amino acid, ALAs, which is another amino acid. Those are going to basically help with your metabolism. Okay. okay so it's going to speed it up a little bit. Um, every once in a while, if I'm a little behind on protein, I will throw in a protein shake. Okay. Okay. But most of the time I'm just getting everything from my food. 
How do you know if you're behind on your protein? How are you tracking that? So I use a percentage. So let's say, let's go with just an average individual in general. Let's say a 160. Okay. A lot of times, like me personally, my body, my body really likes protein. Okay. So I usually try and get 1.2 to 1.5 grams of protein per body pound. Okay. Okay. A lot of books, if going to school or anything like that, magazines, they're going to use more kg. So 0.8 per kg. So really it's more of bro science, I guess you can say, but you have to go by your body. Okay. Okay. So I know that my body likes protein. So let's say I'm 160. I'm going to multiply that by 1.2. Let's say if I'm going to get all of that from my food, then I don't need protein shakes as much. Right. Right. Okay. Protein shakes come in handy if you're not getting an adequate amount of protein from your foods or let's say you have kids or anything happens. Emergency happens. Oh, I'm in a rush. I got to go. Or you're going to work out and then go to work. And you're like, oh, I ended up talking to that guy way too long, like usual. Right. Then, yeah, sure. Down a protein shake. That way, you know, you're fueling your muscles at least before you can get to your next meal. Is there a risk if you overdo the protein if you're like going way beyond that? Like you're just doing the protein shakes and you're getting it yeah. from your meals? So that one is obviously always going to be up for debate. No matter what you see, you're going to say, you're going to see yes and you're going to see no. Hmm. Okay. I have a couple clients that are doctors. I've asked them whenever I go in for my checkups, super healthy. All right. Mm-hmm. If you're having too much protein and you're dehydrated, mm-hmm. that's what's really going to tax your insides. Hmm. Okay, so your liver and okay. kidneys are going to have a hard time processing the protein. Mm-hmm. So it's working okay. extra hard for that and you're dehydrated. Okay. So it's wearing on it. So more wear and tear. Okay. Now, if you are hydrated, even though you're getting a lot of protein in, you're going to be fine unless you have some kind of weird medical history that runs in your family, then I would just advise just go get your normal checkups. Right. Like pretty much everyone should. Right. And then go from there. Right. Hmm. Okay. So what would your weekly workout schedule consist of when you're trying to bulk up? Honestly, they're both very similar. Really? So when I'm bulking, I mean, I do a more of a split routine, so I'm not going to do like, let's say Monday, a full body, like full upper body, and then Tuesday legs, go back to full upper body, and then legs. So I split it up. Okay. okay. So I try and pair muscle groups together. So let's say one day I'll do back, and what happens when you do back is obviously you're going to incorporate a little bit of biceps, a little bit of forearms, a little bit of rear delt. So a lot of times I'll choose one of those to finish off after my back workout. The next day, let's say I do chest. You're also going to hit a lot of triceps, a little bit of front delts. So again, I'll choose one of those. Okay. So I like to pair the groups together because the problem is a lot of people are, oh, I do full body exercise every right. single day. For some reason, I'm just not like looking how I want to be because mm-hmm. you're not giving your body enough rest. Right. Okay. You need at least 48 hours. If it's a big body part up to 72 hours of a break in between so it can fully recover, you can hit it just as hard and it's actually going to grow because the only time you're going to grow is when you're resting. During the resting phase, exactly. right. Okay, so if you're constantly just doing it over and over, you're actually just continuously breaking it down. It's never yeah. getting to recover, you're right? basically busting your butt for really no reason. Right. So okay. really diminishing returns from there, and that can obviously lead to injuries. So what, I, I don't know if we covered this, but for the super basic listeners, why would someone bulk? Well, Is it for so, the average person, or is this for someone that's just going anybody. towards a competition? Males, females, 
you know, teenagers, adults, it, it really doesn't matter. It's, I would tell everybody, if you think you want to add on some muscle, then you're going to be a little bit more of an embulking phase. Now that's where the surplus is going to come into play. You don't have to be at that big of a surplus. Okay. So let's say you burn on average, just sitting around doing nothing, 1700 calories and go in the gym pretty often. Let's say three, five times a week, you're burning a few hundred extra calories during those sessions. Then you know that you need to have a little bit higher of a caloric intake so you can actually build the muscle. Okay. And that's also going to relate to a little bit more protein because that's the main building block for all muscle. Right. Okay. Okay. So it's for anybody. Okay. So, but when you're really looking to build muscle, that's when you're kind of starting to do that. Okay. Okay. Um, what do you do? You mentioned hydration being very important, especially when you're getting a lot of protein in. But of course. what do you do to stay hydrated when you're trying to bulk? Is it just water? Do you do things with electrolytes or sports I honestly don't or? get fancy. Okay. I mean, you, you will see a lot of athletes having electric light tabs um, and whatnot. They're working out three, four, five hours a day. Right. Every like, single right. day they have their games and stuff like that. That's going to be a lot different than your general population. Right. right. So I would say for most people, if you're a sedentary person, you know, desk job, just go in the gym three times a week, an hour here or there. Female, just go with three liters a day, roughly. 2.7, 2 2.8 will suffice. As a male, you need a little bit more. 3.5, 3.7 liters a day will suffice as well. So closer to a gallon. Of just water? Yeah. Just water, okay. Uh, me personally, because I do eat a meal every three hours, sometimes mm -hmm. two hours. So I get seven meals in a day. I'm having a lot more water. Wow. Okay? Right. It's going to help with my metabolism. It's going to help flush out all the toxins, keep everything basically going. Right. Right. So me personally, I try to get a gallon and a half to two gallons a day. But again, I'm working out very intensely multiple times per week. Yeah. The only thing I will add to my water is sometimes BCAAs. What which is that? Stand it's branched chain amino acids. Ah, okay. Okay. So it contains, it contains of three amino acids. You have leucine, isoleucine, and valine. Mm -hmm. Okay, you're not really gonna get a sufficient amount from foods. So that is one of the things you would supplement with. Huh, okay, and that's something you just drop into your water, or it's like a- There's powders, okay. pills. A bunch of different ways to yeah, do like it. Yeah, like most huh. vitamins on the market, it right. comes in really whatever's convenient for the consumer. To consume, yeah. I think it tastes great. Yeah. Um, I usually want the ones that don't have artificial flavors in it. Right. So. I'll dump that in one of my gallons, drink that during my workout, drink it throughout like a little bit of the rest right. of the day, and then the other gallon of water I do, just normal water. And he does practice what he preach, people, because there's a gallon <laughs> yeah. of water sitting next to him right now. <laughs> and he's got a lot of those lean meats right there, yeah. and I see veggies and rice. Uh, that's awesome. Um, is there any special sort of preparation you do when you're getting ready for a competition? Because you're preparing for a competition, right? In August, you said? Yes. Okay. Um, August 9th. So it's going to be on a Saturday, 8th or 9th. Mm -hmm. It's on a Saturday mm -hmm. in San Diego. Okay. So obviously we're a long ways away. Um, started last right. week. Um, that will go into our cutting phase, right. obviously. It's right. a little bit different than the bulking phase as far as the preparations into that. Okay. Yeah. So that's more when you're preparing for the competition. In the bulking phase, you just need to know way ahead of time, essentially, to start. You don't want to start that like three months before a competition. Yeah. Obviously, bulking, you right? have, you know, some of those people. I'm sure everyone's had that one friend that they can have burgers Cranks. and pizza and yeah. fries and stuff like that right. all day, every day. And you're like, for some reason, this person's not getting weight. Well, right. me, I become a fat lard. Right, yeah. right, right. What the heck? Yeah. So I will say there are those few blessed people mm -hmm. that don't have to cut as long as others. Mm -hmm. 
Me, I can bulk up very easily. Trimming down is a little bit harder. Right. Okay. So it takes a little bit longer where I'm not burning up my muscle and I'm burning up my fat. Hmm. So it's a, either way, bulking or cutting, it's a very slow process. Right. Because if you're bulking, oh, I'm going to just do a thousand surplus. Right. The guy said, I just right. have to be at a surplus. Right. I want to get 20, 30 pounds. I'm just going to be at a thousand calorie surplus every single day. I'll get there. Right. Yeah, but that's where the quality and quantity comes in. Right. 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 So either way, small increments, once your body adjusts to it, that way you're eliminating the fat. Right. Well, I feel like for someone like you who's been bulking and cutting your entire life, I feel like that should be, it would be pretty, you know, business as usual, pretty easy for you. Where someone like me who I've never bulked and I've never tried to trim or cut after, yeah. right? It would be yeah. completely foreign right. to me. So when you're doing it for a competition, do you find that there's any drastic differences for you personally when you're trying to bulk up Honestly, than before? it's kind of a yes and no. Okay. So like you said yourself, you're newer to it. Yeah. Never really bulked before. So you have to really learn your body. I would say everybody, no matter what, whatever you're doing with trying to change your body composition, mm -hmm. which means just how your body looks, you have to find the things that one agree with your body and what is working. If it's not working, throw it away. It doesn't matter what new dumb fad diet is out there that right. Dr. Oz told right. you. Yeah. This. Right. You're gonna look like Superman. Right. They're just fat. It's right. it's a money grab. Right. Find out whatever the heck works for you. That is first and foremost. Second, build the habit. Get used to eating pretty frequently while you're trying to figure out what agrees with your body. Okay. Now, every time you bulk or cut, it is gonna be different pretty much every single time. Because hmm. you're almost changing the whole makeup of your body. One, your metabolism's gonna be a little different. You're mm -hmm. have a little bit of muscle, a little bit less fat. So the, it's not like it's a drastic change per se for your general person. Getting ready for a show is a little different. Right. Right. So again, every single time you visit either one of those, you're gonna have to consistently see what agrees with your body, what's working and what is not working. Right. You know what, how do you track your bulking? Like how do you know when to stop? How do you know that you're making progress in the right increments? How do you know that? Yeah. How do you track that or measure it? I mean, honestly for general people, just what is, what's ever like easiest. Obviously, at all the LA Fitnesses, there's going to be some kind of biological impedance, which is just the little fat calipers basically they have mm -hmm. somewhere in the gym. Just go up, any trainer, they'll find you one. Right. So first, before you do any diet, see what your body fat is kind of at to begin with. Every week or so, keep track of that. If that's going up a lot with your weight, maybe you need to you know, figure out, okay, maybe I need to take this out of my diet. I know that this is getting a little bloated or this is why I'm packing on the size, whatever it may be. Okay. Keep your body fat in check while you're gaining the weight. That's the biggest thing. Is there a good, is there a ratio or something for that where it's like for every 10 pounds you gain only this much should be body fat if you're really uh, kind of doing it properly? Yeah. A lot of things that you're going to see online, it's usually like a two to one ratio. So okay. every like two pounds you're gaining, one pound's typically going to be fat. Okay. Again, that's going to come from dieting. You can limit that. It's going to really vary, but that's a typical thing you're going to see online. Okay. So no matter what you're doing, you can be as clean as possible, as healthy as possible, best workouts. You are going to gain some fat. Just keep checking your fat levels to make sure that you're in a good position. If you feel good, you look good, then you're in a good spot. Okay. Worry about right. getting the fat off while you're in the cutting phase. Right. Try okay. building that muscle. Okay. 
So bulking is all about building up the muscle as Correct. much as possible yes. without also building up too much fat at the same time if you do it the best Correct. way. Correct. Okay. Bulking, it's going to be obviously a lot easier to gain the muscle. One, you have way more carbs, which is going to be great for energy. You're going to feel great in the gym. You're going to feel more energetic throughout the whole entire day, obviously, unless you throw in like three, 400 carbs at one, right. you might be a little tired. <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> You're going to feel a lot better, right? Versus cutting where you still should be getting some muscle gain, but it's not the same as bulking. Bulking, right. you're just having an easier time gaining the muscle right. compared to being in a deficit as mm. you are in a cutting phase. Right. So either way. Okay. So what do you find is the toughest obstacle when you're trying to bulk up? Is it staying away from those really heavily fatty foods yeah. and not, yeah, yeah. not <laughs> overdoing it? I'm a fat kid at heart. So realistically, <laughs> with bulking, a lot of people... You'll look at the you'll look at your scale. Uh-huh. Okay, it's it's the same X amount. Weigh in again next week. Uh, he said to be consistent. I'm still the same weight. Week two comes around again. You weigh yourself. It's the same. It's not going up. So a lot of people are, oh, I'll just throw in like a burger. It's not it's, it's not going to hurt me. Right. It's not really a big deal. Mm-hmm. Problem is a lot of times you add in one thing, you keep on adding that and adding that, and you look at the scale and you're like. Oh, Getting a whole bunch of weight now. Right, right. Like, I'm stoked. Feel great in the gym, getting bigger. You have to be realistic. So, I would say take pictures of yourself on a mm. weekly basis. Oh, that's smart. Yeah. So, it's not really an to ego thing where yeah. I look fantastic. You take a picture and you're like, oh, <laughs> uh, maybe not. Is that I really see where it's No, no, it yeah. must be the lighting. Right. It must right. be the lighting. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, eating out is a little harder. That's why when I bulk or cut, I always meal prep. Yeah. So, I okay. know I'm staying on course. Of course, when I'm bulking, like I don't mind going out with a wife or like with friends, I have like a cheat meal or something like that. Moderation, right? Moderation right. is key. Right. Have something a little bit healthier when you go out if it's once or twice a week. Right. So it's like if you're trying to get that instead of throwing on the burger and fries, it's like another chicken breast and some more rice and like those things that are a little bit healthier that mm-hmm. are, but just more. It's almost like you're expanding your portions of the healthier stuff. Exactly. You're yes. really expanding your portions, yeah. not going, okay, interesting. Not going wild at the gas station right. with the Doritos <laughs> and the ice right. cream. And Love the, chips. Right. Yeah. I'm into crunchy stuff. Anything yeah. crunchy. Me too. I'll eat the whole thing. Yeah. yeah. Can't just open them back. Oh, I'm just going to have one. Yeah. Like, who the heck just, I'm yeah, going to have I, one chip. Right, you can like, really. Once you get that flavor, I'll get another one. I'll exactly. just have another one. It'll yeah. be fine. Yeah. Right. And then the 10 gone. minutes later, yeah. it's gone. Right. Oh, man. All right. Well, it was just one bag. Right. Yeah. Try rationalizing yeah. everything in life. <laughs> I think we've all done that before. Yeah. It's yeah. A, it sounds like diet plays a huge, huge role in bulking. Like, I mean, I guess in general, but like, it sounds like it's a massive role in really being able to do it properly. Absolutely. Yeah. What a on the fitness side of things, though. Outside of the, if you're doing your diet right, what can, what do you really need to be doing in the gym to get the results as well? Right. So a lot of times during bulking, kind of like. Almost the complete opposite is cutting. Is a lot of people are like, oh, I just need to lift heavy, lift heavy. A lot of people get in the same rhythm. Oh, I'm doing chest. I'm just going to bench. Oh, I'm doing legs. I just have to do squats. Now, a lot of those compound movements are going to help build muscle, but you have to keep changing up because mm-hmm. your body's always under some kind of survival mode. So it's going to get really used to it. Ah, oh, Jordan's going to go in this today. It's what Wednesday. He's going to hit, you know, some arms. He's going to do dips. It's the first thing he's probably going to do. Next, oh, he's going to do a close grip bench. Your body, realistically, it will know what you're going to hit if you keep on having the same right. exact thing because mm. it's trying to prepare for that. So you have to throw it a little bit off balance. 
I I do it a little different. I change up almost every single workout that I possibly do. Wow. If you're following a program, it's like, you know, bi-weekly or a monthly program, that's fine. As long as you're really changing up decently frequently, okay. you're going to see the results continuously going because okay. your body is basically confused. Okay. Like, well, what the heck are you doing? So completely new workout. Don't know what you're doing. Right. I'm just going to grow. Right. I give up. So that's kind of like, I guess that's one of the places where, cause that, I, I find I even have trouble with that, but it seems like that's one of the places where having a personal trainer, it would be a massive benefit because like you say, you do a different workout every single time. Whereas the average person probably does the same one every mm -hmm. time. Yeah. So like relying on a personal trainer to basically, basically mix it up for you continuously, it would get you those results. That's the goal. I mean, in, in my eyes, an ideal personal trainer is a lot of people when they come in, a lot of people know how to do machines. It's pretty self-explanatory. You can look at the picture. You really can't go too wrong, right? Right. So ideally, one is it's almost like a lesson. Like when you go to school, it's an educational thing. So I want to teach them to carry on the rest of their life. Okay, I feel comfortable. I'm not going to hurt myself. Right. That's the first thing. The second thing is you're always going to plateau. So let's say you've never been in a gym in your life. Your first month, month and a half is going to be the best because okay. everything is so new to you. You're like a kid. Mm -hmm. right? You're just absorbing all this. Your body's really going through all these changing, whether you're trying to lose weight or gain weight, doesn't matter. It's going to be great. And what happens is you're going to hit a wall. Now that's when a trainer really comes in. When you hit that wall, they're going to mix up the workouts to keep your body guessing. Like I said, right. that way you can continuously grow and you're not going to be the same guy that you see that's in his forties or fifties doing the same <laughs> exact workouts right. every right. single day for years as you grow. Right. You're like, I used to think this guy was in really good shape, but he looks exactly the same. I right. kind of passed him. Huh. It's because yeah. you're changing it. Right. Mixing it you up. You got to shock okay. the body a little exactly. bit. Or change. So what would your best advice that you could be to give somebody that's maybe listening at home to try and bulk up for either competition or for personal reasons? Maybe they're just getting to the gym for the first time. Yeah. What would be your best advice that you could, it's maybe like a piece of actionable advice you could give somebody at home listening. Honestly, best advice is just to be consistent. Yeah. Don't let the scale kind of determine who you are, what you're going to be doing as much. As long as you're consistent, then you're going to really see a huge change. Right. It's when you... I'm going to take that extra day off. Oh, I'm tired today. I don't feel like going. You have 24 hours in a day. Be consistent. Well, you're at work eight, nine, maybe 10 hours mm -hmm. a day. Maybe if you're like a doctor or something. Okay. Well, what about the other 14, 15 hours a day? Oh, right. I like sleep. I, I need to have my sleep. <laughs> All right. So let's say seven to nine hours of sleep. What about those other times? Uh, you, I, I got to make uh, food for for my family. Okay, well, that's going to take you several hours to do. Like, <laughs> like, you have like I don't care if you're going to the gym for literally twenty minutes. That is much better than nothing. Right. God, don't excuse it. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Right. Be consistent. Okay. Well, that's great. great. Well, that's awesome. Well, thank you, Jordan, for being on the podcast. We really appreciate it. Thank you for having me. Thanks, Jordan. All right, so now if you want even more fitness advice from some of the top master trainers like Jordan, make sure you check out our blog at blog.lafitness.com. And don't forget to subscribe so that you get new episodes delivered straight to your phone as soon as they release, which is every other Monday. Our next episode will be on cutting or trimming down to get lean, so tune in for that to find out how to lose the weight but keep the muscle. And until next time, we'll see you in the gym. Bye, guys. <laughs>